0: With WYOY in New York, I'm Chris Barlow with a look at this week's news. Our top story is the violence in Charlotte, North Carolina, where a civilian was shot Wednesday night while protesting a police shooting from earlier in the week. It's a tragic turn of events, or as Governor Pat McCrory no doubt put it, the worst thing to happen to North Carolina since a transgender person had to pee. Our other top story is Monday night's presidential debate where Hillary Clinton will face off with either an unqualified on-message husk of thinly veiled racism or a dangerously unqualified freewheeling cannonball of blatant racism. Sources close to the Clinton campaign report that the former Secretary of State has been preparing to debate both Donald Trump's since the DNC has yet to figure out the Republican nominee's medication schedule. Meanwhile, sources in the Trump campaign report that their candidate is eschewing regular debate prep in favor of bringing his legendary improv skills to the nationally televised exchange. Yes, Monday night's debate promises to be just like an episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Except all of the suggestions for scenes will be nationalities that Trump plans on banning from the country. The Republican candidate is well known for his traditional improv technique, which includes always using the phrase, yes and, we'll make Mexico pay for it. In other election news, Trump spoke at an African American rally this week, which was as African American as Sean Hannity, who moderated the event in front of a crowd even whiter than Donald Trump. In his speech, Trump reiterated his belief that everything is so bad for black Americans that they might as well vote for him, since presumably nuclear Armageddon is preferable to dealing with racial inequality. Trump also took the opportunity to address the topic of gun violence, which he referred to as black-on-black crime, since white people never kill anyone with guns, especially not an entire church, movie theater, or school full of people. Trump told the enthusiastic crowd of non-black people that the solution to keeping black people safe was to institute stop and frisk nationwide, citing its success in New York City, where it is no longer used because it was unsuccessful, and mostly just unconstitutional. Asked for clarification after the event, a campaign spokesperson stressed that Trump was only suggesting we suspend the Constitution in Chicago but that he would be open to suspending it elsewhere as the rest of the country descends into chaos during his presidency. And in yet another story about the election, Hillary Clinton was genuinely funny in an interview with Zach Galifianakis on his show Between Two Ferns this week. Political experts say this could prove disastrous for her campaign, as the only thing straight white men hate more than a powerful woman is a funny one. Closer to home, Police are continuing to investigate last Saturday's bombings in New York and New Jersey, with authorities now on the lookout for two well-dressed men who apparently stumbled on a second pressure cooker-based explosive in Manhattan, then removed it from the suitcase it was being hidden in, and made off with the suitcase. Authorities stress that they only want to speak with the men and examine the suitcase as evidence, as anything left on the street in New York is fair game to bring home to your apartment, so you can give all your roommates bed bugs. It's unclear why the men took the suitcase and not the pressure cooker. However, experts believe one of the men may have forbidden the other from bringing home any more kitchen appliances until he uses that damn crock pot that's been taking up space in the kitchen. The winners of the 2016 MacArthur Genius Grants were announced yesterday and seven New Yorkers were among the recipients. So I assume my check is in the mail. Taking a look at technology news, Yahoo uncovered a two-year-old data breach this week in which over 500 million usernames, passwords, and even security questions were compromised. The intrusion occurred in 2014 and is the biggest known hack of one company to date. In response, Yahoo is encouraging users to check their accounts for suspicious activity. Or really any activity. Because if anyone has used your Yahoo account in the last two years, it definitely wasn't you. In a related story, remember GeoCities? And Samsung has begun the process of replacing their exploding Galaxy Note 7 devices with newer slow-burning models. Finally, in entertainment news, there were a few surprises in this year's Emmy Awards, with Mr. Robot's Rami Malek taking home Best Actor in a show your parents don't understand and Louie Anderson winning Best Supporting Actor in a comedy your parents have never heard of. But HBO swept the major categories yet again, with Game of Thrones taking home the trophy for best dragon orgy, and Veep winning best cautionary tale. Of course, the big entertainment news this week was the breakup of Brangelina. But I'm still not over Hiddleswift, so Brangelina better step back. And now time for a quick look at the weather. It's officially the start of fall, which means six more weeks of summer, thanks to global warming. From New York, I'm Chris Barlow, and that's all the news this week. I'll be back next Friday when I finally finish sobering up from Monday night's presidential debate, here on WYOY.